This episode of I Forgot is brought to you by the NDP. We suck ass, just not as bad as everyone else. I forgot. Hey, what up? I guess not much. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. Do you like my new skirt? Yes. It's very cute. It's floral. It's black. It's got a zipper right down the front. Very punk. And the zipper was functional. <laughs> I zipped it down to my belly, but I didn't go further because that would be weird. <laughs> I went to the Guildford, Guild, yeah, I don't, on the radio they pronounce it Guildford, but I always pronounce Who it Guildford. Who the fuck was on the radio? The radio hosts always pronounce place names really weird. Weird. Yeah. Um. Guildford. Anyway. Guildford. Get out of here. Huh? Guildford. It's a silent D. <laughs> Um, I went with a different friend and we went to the Torrid because we're both fat. And then we went to Forever 21 because the Forever 21 there has plus sizes and it's extensive. Oh, neat. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like fast. Well, it's all fast fashion. Um, but that's where I got this skirt. Nice. And I really like it. And I got a I got a yellow crop top that says, uh, I think, stay chill on it, which I think it's funny, especially if I wear it because... I'm very anxious all the time, yeah. but then I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, oh, people might not know that about me when they see me. They might just think I'm telling them to stay chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be interpreted as ironic, but yeah, those of us who know you will know that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Oh, it's 11-11. Ooh, make a wish. Good? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that whole pause. Yeah. <laughs> How are the mountain goats? Really good. Uh, their fans are so fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like everyone, <sighs> I don't know if this is just like unusual for the shows I've been to, but it seems unusual in general, and also just like, like against God. Like it's just <laughs> un- it's an ungodly thing that all of these people were doing. But I got in line for merch. And I wanted a t-shirt because there was a really cool t-shirt with an impossum on it. And I eventually just gave the fuck up and left the line because literally everyone ahead of me buying a shirt was trying it on first. Know your size before you go to these shows, guys. It's a fucking concert. You don't know. That's not, we're not doing that here. The only, like, hold it up to your body and be like, yeah, that looks right. Yeah. Or no, maybe a size bigger or whatever. Like, that's it. You're not getting a fitted t-shirt. You get an oversized t-shirt with an opossum on it and you move on. Yes. You cut it up later if you have to. That's it. Yeah. Um, And then also this really fucking tall guy ahead of me in the crowd and his super short girlfriend kept like tapping people on the shoulder every time they moved in front of them. And he would like basically call them an asshole. Like you can't just step in front of us. We were here first. It's like you're at a fucking concert. People are going to walk in front of you. And it was also like this no fucking awareness of the fact that he was super tall standing in front of a bunch of shoulder, shorter people. Yeah. Insisting that no tall person stands in front of his girlfriends. Yeah. As a tall person, just stand in the back. Yes. Like you don't want to be. Why do you want people to look at you anyway? Yeah. If you have a short person with you, they can stand in front of you. Or on your shoulders. She was tiny. Put her on your shoulders and shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's the way to do things. Or stand near the side so she's 
you can see and you're over on the side. So people who are like leaning or whatever, maybe have an obstructed view, but everyone else can just move to the center. Yeah. Or fun idea. Sit down. Shut up. You're at a concert. Everyone's having a good time except for you. So maybe relax. Yeah. Didn't he also yell thank you after they, after the yeah. band finished? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the band like, said thank you. And then he just yelled back, thank you. And then I, I gave him an over the shoulder, kind of like, who brought this asshole? Yeah. You thank a band for coming by clapping and going woo and dancing and enjoying yourself. Yeah, he wasn't dancing the whole fucking time also. Why are you standing in the crowd if you're not going to dance? That's another thing. As a tall person who doesn't dance, sit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty. Just ridiculous. Men, I've, get I've out of here. To, I've been to three shows, so I know how they go. Yeah. <laughs> Have I been to all of the shows you've been to? No. I've been to Julie Ruin with you. Yeah, Sheer Meg. Sheer Meg. Uh, Courtney Barnett. Yep. And Girlpool. I'm sure you, Wes, and I went to Girlpool together. I don't remember seeing Girlpool at all. There were three of us. <laughs> no, it like sounds like a show I would have gone to, but I don't remember seeing it at oh, all. No. <laughs> it was fun. You had a lot of fun. Okay, good. I think there was I'm more so booze. Glad. Yeah, there was more booze at that one than any of the others. Oh, okay. Oh, you oh. came to partner with me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there was another one. So I've seen, what was that, five? I've seen five shows. I'm very experienced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, after this, we're going to go work on zines. You'll hear this after can zine, but... Uh, if you came, thanks for coming. Yep. I'm working on a comic that I'm very, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be cute. It looks Thank really you. cute. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad. I've got a couple ideas for just like short little goofy ones. And I'm like, thank you for this. <laughs> thank you, Brain, for finally coming through for me. I will accept these short nothing zine ideas. <laughs> Everybody's jealous of my crackers. And yeah. <laughs> my many crackers. My many crackers. Here's some dreams I've had. <laughs> oh, actually, should I read this now or should I read it later? Your dream? Yeah. Do it. Just a little taste of what you missed at Canzine. So you asked me if I had dreams about my neighbors because they were being really loud the night before I was going to bed. So I go, I didn't have uh, neighbor dreams. I had a dream where we were at a conference and a priest kept answering questions by saying, first of all, you're ignorant and a bigot. <laughs> and then we saw a bunch of guys trying to rob someone's car. So I opened the door and told them to get out of here. <laughs> then the rest of the dream was us locking the doors and laughing while they tried to get in. Then they did get in and we all ran and I did a backflip off some stairs onto the grass. Excellent. And then he said, that's a cool fucking dream. <laughs> And I continue, then it was the green guy from Monsters, Inc., and we were riding a weird makeshift tram thing to the Greyhound so we could go somewhere, but we were also interviewing victims of Greyhound, <laughs> victims of Greyhound, in, uh, on the way, and for some reason they all had cool crystals, so I asked someone about a crystal and she got really offended, but then the person I was riding with asked as well, but she, but said he was a writer, so she was okay with that. And I just say, like, a lot of my dreams are me frantically trying to lock doors while scary people are trying to get in. But this one wasn't scary. These guys were tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that was a complicated dream. They're all a little complicated. Um, and some of them are very, uh, hey, you have anxiety, so maybe I'm going to show you this in a dream where there's a glitter lizard. Maybe that will make you realize <laughs> that maybe it's time to go talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm one of those people who thinks my dreams are really interesting. And so I wake up at like 
5 a.m. and text Barbara them and then fall back asleep. And they are really interesting. In terms of <laughs> dreams people have shared with me, yours are top tier. Yeah. I eat a lot of cheese before bed. <laughs> Not anymore, but, you know. Back in the day. Back in my in wild and crazy days. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else that fun that's happened this week. I sold a mug. Uh, probably going to sell that cat canister soon. Yeah. Um, Which mug did you sell, by the way? It was a ghost mug. Oh, nice. Um, and I've been making a whole bunch more, so I hope people are interested in ghost mugs for the weirdo market this year. Yeah. I forget the dates. Is it in December? Yeah, December 14th and 15th. Come visit us at the weirdo market. We are going to be there and be selling stuff and be very frantic if the last yeah. two weirdo markets have been anything to go by. Um, Should we just jump into it then? Let's do it. I feel like we're meandering. Oh, here. Do you want my notes? Sure. Oh, fuck off. Did I really? <sighs> okay. I started a new note and I thought it deleted all the... Yeah. My name is Melissa. My name is Barbara. And this is... I, I forgot. forgot. I got distracted because I was reading your first fact. It's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what movie did you forget this week, Barbara? I forgot Vampire Over London, which also has like three other titles. Uh, I looked up the synopsis, which is like one sentence long. And this movie sounds hilarious. Yes. It's really <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it was hard to find some facts on there. So some of them are just my general opinions. But it's an old movie, guys. It's like the 1950s or something. Yeah, 50s. Um, also, I think I'm going to take a little break from watching movies from the 50s. Yeah. Because as enjoyable as this was, between the rain outside, my full lightheadedness, and um, like sensory processing mm -hmm. issues, I couldn't understand what people were saying for like the first half of the movie. Yeah, that happened to me too on um, the one I just list watched, the sea monster one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, just like I did right not now. understand what people were saying or I wasn't following for like a yeah. good half hour and then I was like, oh, it's fallen into place. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what is up with the 50s? Yeah. Fix your sound mixing. Fix your sound mixing and also just like... Get Pro Tools. <laughs> be a bit more coherent at the beginning of your movie. Yeah. Every movie from the 50s now has to have a little disclaimer with just like a synopsis of what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we're starting, guys, so just watch it. That movie was even narrated, and I was still like, mm, I don't know. It does occur to me that I could have tried closed captioning. Yeah, it's hard to take notes when you're watching closed captioning, though. And I yeah. think that's one of the reasons why we've only done, like, English films. Like, when I was watching Nosferatu, I was, like, pausing it and <laughs> writing stuff down. I kept pausing this and just making Paul explain to me what was happening. <laughs> so I was like, why? Why now? <laughs> I don't get this. <laughs> I like that it's just like some movies and like I'm just it's just not made for me. No. It's, it's like all the pacing is wrong. All Yeah. It's we're on a different wavelength. So Vampire Over London starts with a lady getting off a boat and getting abducted. Yes. I don't like that. No. We will see her later. Alien abducted or people abduction? People abduction. So she like stops by this There's a very upset kid in this library. Yes. Aww. Anyway, she goes to get in like a cab or something, and the guy says he's from like the ministry, and then just like shoves her in the car and drives away. I'm, the min I'm from the ministry of kidnappers. Get yes. in here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> That's how they talk. <laughs> so I guess there's a newspaper that says, read all about it, vampires. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to a news scene on a guy being like, extra, extra. Um, and there's a scientist who is also a vampire in the city. So we're all being warned. Also, there's a bunch of women that keep going missing. They think it's him. I think it's the scientist. Yeah. Who has done nothing but try to progress science, I'm assuming. Yes. He's a eugenicist, though, so. Oh, gross. No, I'm kidding. So I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird lie. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what a, if vampires are bad, what would a bad scientist be? I'm trying to find the gay gene. Wow, Melissa. <laughs> it's a bad scientist. I know. I was just doing to you what you did to me. Okay. I see. Okay, so at this point you have to pause it and have Paul fill in the blanks for you. I mean, every movie from the 50s is a nightmare of sensory confusion for me, zero out of ten. So, yeah, right out the gate you were like, I don't understand. Well, no, because then it cuts to these cops talking about the vampire scientist and I can't figure the fuck out what they're complaining about because he clearly doesn't believe that they're he's a vampire, like the chief or whatever, doesn't believe he's a vampire, even though he claims to be a vampire. And everyone else has sort of accepted that he is a vampire? I guess. Or vampire? It's really hard to set up. I don't know if this scientist claims that he's a vampire or if he... Um, just drinks a lot of blood? Is If that's just the rumor around him. But he seems to claim to be a vampire. Like, that's an identity that he's claimed for himself. Yeah. Um. So the cops are talking about it, and they're skeptical about him being a vampire, but they also still believe that he's abducting women, which I guess makes sense. I still, yeah, I still needed some, some help here. Yeah. So the boat lady was abducted for her uranium. Does she have uranium, or is she made of uranium? She has uranium. She is also a scientist or some shit, and she's just, she knows where a fuck ton of uranium is. Mm, I thought you were going to, she's just got a lead purse and it's full of uranium. Yeah. They sound like they're all saying vampire. Yeah, they all just sound like they're saying vampire, and it's very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I noticed that too, where just like movies from the 50s, for some reason, everyone says this word, word a little weird. Yeah. And you're like. Did we just change that, or are you guys just all weird? Yeah, is is this, like, holdover British pronunciation? Because I don't think British people sound like babies now, but maybe they did in the 50s. Yeah. Well, probably. Uh, There's a high-pitched squeaking over the wide shot of a woman complaining in a grocery store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the... I think you call her the washerwoman in your notes. Yeah. Um, I thought at first in the intro to the scene that she was a customer in the store complaining, but she's the the proprietor of this establishment. And she's yelling at her landlord. But in the wide shot, like through the window, all you can hear is like this, like the sound of someone yelling sped up. So it's just squeaking. <laughs> it's real fun. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Slide whistle chicken on a zip line. She asked for eggs, but it's not laying any. Yeah, your face... Is right. <laughs> um, listener at home, whatever face you made in reaction to that is also correct. Uh, I'd yeah. like to just read that out one more time so we could all understand what you said. Uh, slide whistle chicken on a zip line. She asked for eggs, but it's not laying any. So she wants eggs and then someone sh- sh- throws a chicken 
batter down the zip line towards her counter, and it's not laying any eggs. So that's apparently how this grocery store delivers eggs. Hmm. So she says to her landlord, a vampire? Oh, it must be you. And yeah. She does a little little shoulder wiggle. Yeah. So, yeah, there's up. women, two other women in the store, and they're, like, just sort of talking about the news of the day, about the vampire scientist. And she's like, oh, a vampire, it must be you, um, which is a really good burn. Because he's blood-sucking because he's a landlord. Yeah. Um, this bitch has no fucking respect for her landlord. I love it so much. Good. I didn't realize until the end of the movie that it's an actor in drag. Every other part of her character is perfect. I yeah. love it so much. Yeah. Dude tells them they're too ugly to be killed by by vampires. Uh, shitty dude. Is that the landlord? Yeah. Kill the landlord. They're talking about how he abducts young women yeah. in their prime or whatever. And she goes, young women in their prime. That's us. And it's funny because she's old. And instead of saying, like, you're too old. I don't understand your joke. He's like, you're too ugly. I understood your joke, but I figured I'd just put you down. Yeah. It's a musical. It's not. I was so thrilled, and I actually still am, but it's just this one scene that's musical. So she breaks out into song because he's like, he's basically saying, like, you owe me so much rent or whatever. And she's like, well, my, I don't really remember what happened. But then she just sort of breaks out into song, and they're all dancing around the whole store <laughs> um, as she's explaining to him how she gets rid of debt collectors. <laughs> and then, like, by- Creating an elaborate musical number and kicking him out. Yeah. <laughs> he calls her the F slur. He could have said something else. We're talking about the, the bad word for a gay person? Yeah. Maybe he called her an old bag? No. Unless he said bag it. All right. There are a couple jokes that um, once I confirmed that it was an actor in drag, I realized might have been referencing that. Hmm. Um, so there are a few times where it's like implied that she's not really a woman or then, so that might've been why yeah. it says that, but in general, like what, a, it was very strange for the movie. Yeah. Also like the fifties movies, it's like, are you even allowed to swear? Why are you allowed to use that word? Although I guess they used a lot of shitty words that nowadays would not be acceptable. There a lot, a lot of things in fifties movies that, uh, uh, her uncle Jeremiah died, and she got all his inheritance. Yeah, so, so she gets a, a telegram about that. Ah, uh, so she's like, finally, I can pay my rent and get this gross, gross landlord off my back. Yeah, so the landlord's all excited, and he's not leaving until she, the, her inheritance is delivered, so he can get that sweet sweet cash. Uh, Bella gets up from his nap. Oh yeah, so now we're at the vampire's house. So he rises from his coffin and his annoying little sidekick is like dancing around him. Mm-hmm. And then um, he goes to his laboratory or whatever and essentially explains that he's going to kill his enemies yeah. with a bunch of robots. He's going to make that thousands needs, of robots. Yeah, that he needs the uranium for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why he kidnapped Uranium Lady. Mm. I think I have a note in there about the robots. Bella goes, he's still alive and working on a new robot. A sex robot. I believe that. <laughs> so they deliver the inheritance to the vampire and the robots to the old lady. Oh, so it switches around? Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Awesome. So good. Yeah. 
the only downside is that she can't control the robot, which would have been a much more enjoyable movie. Yes. <laughs> Kill your landlords. Yeah. Wes, just an idea for you if you want to write another alternative ending. <laughs> yeah. Try this one. Wait, Wes um, wrote an alternative ending to... Well, Wes had that zine about alternative endings to... I got all these zines last year and I still have not read any of them. Oh, it was the one that was bundled in like a package. Yeah, yeah. I probably have that on my shelf. I gotta read some zines, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for them and then I was like, I'm tired and never. I gotcha. I'm sorry, so she can't control the robots? She can't. Uh, and I'll just, I'll read your fact about this scenario. The washerwoman should have embraced the robot and killed the vampire and harnessed the robot for her own evil deeds. And she almost, it looks like she's about to, because when the robot shows up, she starts yelling at her landlord because he threatens to evict her again, I guess, because she didn't get any money. So she just like yells at him, basically tells him to eat her ass and then throws him down the stairs. Good. But the vampire, or not the vampire, the robot is getting BP and oh, yeah. like rising out of the it's box learning. or whatever. <laughs> it's It's learning language and they start just going like, Eat my ass. Yes. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing people downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So is this several robots or just one? Just one robot. He only had enough uranium for the one, so he needs a whole bunch more. Nice. Slide whistle cat. So she's looking for a crowbar to get the crate open, and she opens a storage box or something in mm. her room, and a cat just jumps out, <laughs> but it makes a slide whistle, and it just goes straight up. <laughs> Up and through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Robot abducts the old lady and the getaway ride uh, left, left, so it hitches a ride. <laughs> the robot sticks out its thumb with a lady over his shoulder. <laughs> well, he, like, the robot, like, puts her in a sack <laughs> and is, like, just sort of walking her with this sack over her head outside. So she's walking. She's walking or, he, yeah, well, I don't know if the it's sex, just, like, the for... The sack's only, like, over her head to, like, her elbow. <laughs> Well, I don't know if the sack is, if she's meant to be in the sack and they're just like, we don't have the, you know, have anyone who can lift you. So we're just going to walk you around. Well, we're supposed to suspend her disbelief for that. I don't know. So, the yeah, the robot takes her outside and then we see like the r dumb grunt kind of character waiting to pick them up. Uh, and a cop comes and hassles him. So he drives away. <laughs> so a drunk guy just pulls up next to the robot and was like, do you need a ride somewhere? So he gets in and then and the robot goes, eat my ass. And then gets in the <laughs> yeah. <car. laughs> yeah. And then by the time we get to the drunk guy's house, the robot has convinced him that he's driving him home. The robot's driving the drunk guy. Yeah. Home. <laughs> and then he steals his car and goes to Vogos. He's laboratory. <laughs> nice. One of the abducted girls trans walks into the room and then back to bed. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that is supposed to be about but there's just a shot of her getting up and then walking with her arms out downstairs into the laboratory and then before she like bumps into anyone or talks to anyone she just it just like rewinds plays in reverse mm, okay <laughs> i don't know his brother is a bat and he wants to hire her and give her gout oh yeah <laughs> so yeah the next morning they've abducted this woman I don't know if he's already entranced her or whatever, but she's pretty receptive to the idea that she's just in this house now. Mm -hmm. uh, later, she'll tell the trans lady, trans walking woman, that she um, had a dream about being abducted by a robot. 
So just like me. Yeah. <laughs> so she he's sitting down with her and explaining that he wants to hire her. And she's like, I'm you can't afford me, basically. Mm. And he's like, no, I'm going to pay you a whole bunch of money. And all you have to do is some light cleaning. And also I'll give you steak and liver for dinner every night. Steak and liver? Steak and liver. Okay. Yeah. So he's promising her gout and that is all she needs. The sister wives argue over Sir, like the vampire that ha- makes them call him Sir. No, is it just it? seemed like a something they might call him. Um, <laughs> I just thought I'd add that little tidbit in. Yeah, I just thought I'd make it kinky. Um, no, she's like telling. So she's convinced from their conversation that he has a crush on her. Um, so she's telling Sleepwalker about it, and she's like, "You're." fucking nuts look at yourself <laughs> and so they're just sort of arguing Rude. back and forth yeah about whether or not he has a crush on her yeah she talks about her robot abduction dream and hangs up a sexy poster before bed. yeah so sleepwalker's got a bunch of photos behind her bed of sexy men or something so she's like i've got my own pinup and then she ro- opens this giant poster of a naked man a man in a speedo <laughs> i was gonna say it up. Like, they show dong in this <laughs> yeah no i love that uh, some guy picks her up while she's dusting and she goes into a trance. Yeah, so that morning she's told to just dust and she's in a little maid costume and she's just dusting his office or something and a guy comes in, stares at her and then like picks her up and sits her down and she's just staring straight forward. A lot of this shit, I don't really understand what you're trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand either. <laughs> then the assistant giggles about how he's fattening her up, ironing her up. Or like giving her a lot of iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, yeah. yeah. She's eating a shit ton of steak and she like can barely get through it. And everyone's in the kitchen laughing at her. And then also, I don't know if it's at this point, but the guy who picked her up comes in and just gives her this look of like pure judgment, like sneers at her and then leaves the room. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. This movie like started out weird and now it's confusing. Yeah. Uh, there's a room full of mummies and Uranium Lady scares her out the window, but she jumps back in to promise to rescue her. Really, really delightful. Um, high anxiety quality window defenestration happening here. Because she's like, yeah, they hear that there's a bunch of mon- mummies in this one room. So she goes to clean it. And it is a bunch of mummies and she's getting freaked out. And then one of the mummies wakes up and it's the uranium lady. And so she surprises her and she slide whistle again out the window. (laughs) uh, And then just jumps back into this like third story window to be like, I'm going to come back and rescue you. And then jumps back out again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the easiest escape I think we've seen. (laughs) This movie is scored entirely by flute, clarinet, and and, and I cannot stress this enough. Slide whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Humphrey, you can't drink that here. Can't I? I'm going to have a jolly good try. Wacko. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how he says it. Wacko. <laughs> I love it. Uh, she goes to the cops, but they arrest her for being drunk, but she tells them to eat shit and runs away. Yeah. This bitch has no respect for authority. I love it so much. <laughs> she interrupts Uranium getting vampire interrogated. So her, her fi- he fires her. So she interrupts the uranium girl getting interrogated by the vampire, and so he uh, fires her from being his maid. 
Yeah. Even though she had already escaped and she was like, yeah, dude, I quit earlier. Well, no, she didn't quit. She just ran to get the cops, but yeah. the cops won't help. So she goes back. She's like, I guess I got to save her myself. And so she walks in on him interrogating her and keeps trying to like distract him to get him out of the room. And eventually he's just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to see you again. And she goes, how dare you? And like poops on the floor. And he's like, no, I got to clean this up. She is so offended about being fired from this job she doesn't want. Like she's deeply hurt in a narcissistic way that she's not wanted anymore, despite the fact that this guy's a fucking vampire and she's just trying to escape. Yeah. So, yeah, then she goes out and gets the sleepwalker. Yeah. And her and the sleepwalker go underground and knock a Marine out in the tunnels. There's so many Marines just wandering around in this movie. Are they looking for the robots? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So there's just, they're in these tunnels under the mansion. And a Marine also happens to be getting into the tunnels and they knock him out with a flashlight. When they get into his lab or whatever, I think they knock out another Marine. Good. Creepy sidekick keeps giggling at them. His servants attack. Wonderful sound effects ensue. Oh, yeah. So they come out into the big, like a big hall or living room kind of area. And he keeps poking out from like paintings and stuff and giggling. <laughs> and then the sort of stand in German enforcer woman and the grunt guy show up and are trying to like get him, mm -hmm. I guess. And then there's a big fight. It's just I can't I can't do it justice by description, but yeah. it's fun. There's a lot more slide whistles. Very Benny Hill, maybe. Yeah. Uh, she shoots them with a gun that fires arrows. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they escape and find him leaving her dead in his lab, leaving her for dead in his lab. Yeah. So they they get away from those guys and then they go onto the roof and they're looking down through the um, sunroof. Skylight? Skylight. And <laughs> uh, you know, he's leaning over uranium lady because she's already told him where the stuff is. And he's like, so you're going to die now. And he's like gassing her to death in his lab. So there must be really good ventilation in there for later. I don't know. He's a vampire. He doesn't need to to breathe. And then he just like opens the doors. But all his servants are human. Does he care? <laughs> the robot finds her, so she rips his fucking arms off. Mom! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's finally confronted by the robot who tries to kill her or stop her or whatever. And she, yeah, she just rips all of its limbs off. And then, like, as she's kicking this robot's ass, realizes, oops, I've got to save that lady. And <laughs> <laughs> she saves Uranium, who starts making out with a Marine and <laughs> won't follow her out. So she steals a police car, crashes it into a bike shop, crashes her bike into another cop whose motorcycle she steals to ride off a boat where the cops are having a shootout with Bella Lugosi. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. <laughs> Closes to someone tossing her a life preserver that says, this is the end. Yep. <laughs> And then she, like, comes up through the center and says it. This is the end. That sounds like a wild ride. It was super fun. It was a very fun movie. Yeah. It's so confusing, though. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like in the 50s, I just put in scenes that they thought would be fun, but didn't actually, like, figure out how that was going to fit in with the story. Yeah. Yeah. It was before, uh, it was before cohesive storytelling existed, so. Yeah. What can you do? It's Monty Python before Monty Python. Yeah. Just a lot of nonsense. Can I share the rest of your facts? Please do. Vampires can't touch the ground in London because that's where the English put all their garlic. 
and other flavors. It's all over where they put their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, vampires can phase through windows without being invited, which makes them way scarier than the brute strength of a werewolf, even though werewolves are also super scary. Great fact. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, those movies from the 50s with the super ridiculous names are actually super ridiculous and it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, never in the way you expect it to be. No. But always like, okay, this is, well, I guess I'm just coming along for the ride. <laughs> would you recommend anyone watch this film? I would. I feel like also it's a rare 50s movie that isn't doing racism. Mm. Um, although I couldn't understand what they were saying for half of it, so they might have done some racism without me noticing. Yeah. But in general, pretty fun. Yeah. Really great musical number. A protagonist you want to root for. She has no respect for cops or robots or vampires. Or and landlords. I love it. Or landlords. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, like, robots were mentioned in the synopsis, but it seems like the robot had a very small part to play. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does It does the part where it kidnaps her. Yeah, but it's there for... And then it gets his a, arms ripped off. Yeah, it seems a very small portion yeah. of the movie had the robot <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah, I was initially pretty disappointed that... It wasn't a movie about her controlling this robot that she wasn't supposed to have, but I guess this was fun too. Yeah. Especially like that the last like ten minutes where she's just like stealing a car. She steals a cop car and then crashes that into a bike shop and then steals the bike and then rides that off a boat. It's just like what the fuck? She steals the bike and then she crashes it into a cop on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she rides the motorcycle <laughs> off the boat. That's uh yeah, that's an amazing sequence on its own. Yeah. <laughs> everyone should probably go find that on youtube oh <laughs> uh, the whole movie's on youtube actually i'll put it in the show notes nice nice there's a lot of good old movies on youtube you guys mm. just type in classic movies full full movie and you'll yeah. get it uh should we do a wine and a grape yes mm, i'll say partial wine partial grape is that canzine is next week and when this comes out it'll be over and that is both good because I need to need to stop worrying about it and bad because I don't have everything like perfectly done yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Actually, yeah, my my wine is that Paul has been doing a lot of like just little favors and stuff like he knows I'm really stressed. Mm. So he's just doing a lot of little nice things for me and I appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Nobody's doing nice things for me. I'll do nice things for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my grape is that I put my my cold weather blankets back on, which I mean, like, I love my duvet and everything, but it was way too hot last night. So I didn't care for it, but Cheese was very happy Mm. to have these big blankies back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, while she was, like, while I changed everything, I put my, like, two smaller blankets on the couch so I could do stuff. I just, like, folded them and put them up and so she was sleeping on those (laughs) and then I lie down on the couch beside her and then she slowly slid backwards off them (laughs) so that she was like between there and like my butt (laughs) but that's a better position she seemed very content yeah (laughs) very warm and then I got up and she was kind of weird about it so I put my the blankie I was using on her and she like was under the blankie under that blankie and with her face stuffed in a different blankie for Aww. a couple hours. <laughs> anyway, I guess Cheese has been having a really good time is what I'm saying. <laughs> All my grapes are about people I don't necessarily want to shit talk on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll stop 
subtweeting with our mouths on the podcast. <laughs> uh, my grape is that the federal election is coming up, and no. I hate it. I hate thinking about it. So do I, and I keep forgetting it's coming up because somehow I've managed to not hear a lot of this stuff. And I'm just starting to see signs now. So I'm like, oh, no, it's soon. And it's giving me like that weird belly. And I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. Just the dread of like, I really don't think we're going to have an outcome we're even remotely content with. I I don't think I would like feel like nobody would, but I don't feel like I would be happy with any outcome. No. There's like one where I'm like, if this happened, I would be kind of excited for a minute because I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then it would immediately be like, oh, yeah, but it's not. It's not great. Yeah. Yeah. There's one party that I'm like, oh, you have a sliver of a chance. And if you got it, it probably wouldn't be the, the worst, worst thing in the world. Yeah. But goddamn. Are we, <laughs> are we not allowed to? Because I'm also being vague. Are we not allowed to say who we're supporting on this? Oh, we're voting NDP. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry for being so weirdly vague before. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it didn't need to be said. But yeah, I guess obviously we're not talking about the liberals. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, yeah, the liberals and the conservatives who are the ones who are really fighting for stuff. I wish they would both lose and we would get an NDP government. Yeah. Um. And I'm still hoping for that, but I'm doubting it. But, you know, if you have a riding that might be able to be swayed NDP, maybe maybe try your best to make sure you vote and, I don't know, leave little little stickers around that are like, hey, NDP, you're actually kind of cool. Yeah. It actually... NDP are fine, actually. No, you know what? Um, here's what you do. You leave a little sticker that's like, make sure to mark your ballot for NDP on voting day. And then when you put your uh, voting card in the bin, like, press the side of it and see what happens. Like those uh, things that are like, hey, click right oh, in like this. Just, <laughs> yeah, like a chain. people? Yeah. Like yeah. it's just chain, uh, like a chain Facebook thing that all the old people do. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun to trick people? It would be nice to just trick people into doing something decent. Yeah. Maybe. I am, what I am excited for is for it to be over. Oh yeah. Um, because if the NDP win, then I can just feel like a little less dis- more, a little less disappointed than usual. Yeah. Um, and if they lose, I get to yell at everyone for the next four years that Nikki Ashton would have won. Uh, so <laughs> excited to be a Bernie bro for Nikki Ashton. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just ready for a bit more change, and I hope other people are as well. At the very least, I mean, go out and vote. Unless you're voting conservative and then just go out and die. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a liberal, go out and forget where you parked your car and then go back inside. <laughs> Justin Trudeau is gross. Gross hair, potato face. <laughs> I can say that because I'm extremely beautiful. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I suggest voting for the NDP. I guess I can't control you, but try your best. Have you seen all that Green Party talk lately? Yeah, I don't, like, I am so frequently... Confused and surprised by, like, the state of where the conversation is. Because I thought we'd moved past the Green Party isn't woke. Like, no shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't think so either. But then also, I don't know, someone posted this thing about how, um, yeah, Elizabeth May was saying that... She wouldn't kick members out for the abortion. 
like to try and yeah she wasn't going to stop anyone from voting that way yeah and people were like up in arms and i'm like yeah i also don't care for that but she's also saying like i'm not going to stop people from voting that way because i don't control my party like that but also you're not allowed to run if you say you're going to vote that way Mm. so i'm like i don't know if it's like as huge a thing as people are making it out to be like it's not good yeah i think the not allowed to run thing was after the fact though right like she walked that back because it could have been. a while ago she said she was pro-choice or pro-life and then Ooh. recently okay i heard like, that oh she- actually i heard that this is the cool thing to be okay what i what i heard the article that i read which maybe it was just because i only read one Sometimes you should read several things to get a <laughs> an idea of what's happening. But I read that she's always been uh, pro-choice, but has also like been one of those people who's like, I support people's right to do it, but I can never do it myself. Nobody asked you that. I fucking hate that response because nobody asked you. Yeah. Literally no one asked you if you personally would like to have an abortion. It's just the question is, should abortions be able to be had by anyone who has an unwanted pregnancy? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Also, the only response when someone asks you, are you pro-choice or pro-life, is not like some weird hand-wringing about whether or not you would have one. It's, yes, abortions kick ass. I hope they're available on demand every city. That's it. Yeah. Because, like, abortions, as they are now, are the most humane ways to get rid of an unwanted pregnancy for the for the person carrying the pregnancy and for what could result in a child. If that child gets brought to term and the parent doesn't want it, that child could still die. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading something about how like baby farms and stuff. And I'm like, is this a thing that Mm. (laughs) you guys not know that it used to be worse (laughs) if you restrict abortion and everyone has to have their child. Yeah. People are still going to have abortions. They're just going to be unsafe ones. So yeah. Why not just like like, give people safe abortions? Abortions kick ass. Yeah, rich people are still going to be able to have abortions. It's just poor people who are going to not have have back alley ones. Yeah, yeah. Even in my memory of this thing I read, where it was like people getting, uh, helping others get their abortions from non legal means, it's like they're super expensive, like because the doctor's taking a huge risk, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be like, yeah, you need to give me like eight hundred bucks or something like that. And it's like, you don't have that money. Like, you yeah. don't have the money to have a child. <laughs> ah, it drives me crazy. Also, like, I'm still bitter about a while ago when everyone was sharing that article about putting parsley up your cunt as if it was, like, some goop shit. And oh. it's like, no, they're literally trying to restrict our access to abortion. Maybe this is knowledge that it's okay to share. Maybe just this once. We can talk about naturopathic knowledge as something that matters when medical abortions are being restricted all over. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, the herbal abortions are a thing. They can be quite dangerous and should really do your research and consult someone professional if you're going to get one. Thank you. Yeah. But also vote vote for people who aren't even considering thinking about trying to restrict abortion. Yeah. That would be great. Also, people who aren't pro-Israel, like, fuck the Green Party. Fuck the Green Party. Go to hell. Did not even know that. I don't know. Everyone is shit, and one party is slightly less shit, so. Yeah. We're we're a big orange sticker. I also hate, (laughs) okay, 
every time people start talking about how the NDP could win, you always get a boomer being like, the NDP uh, had their chance uh, in whatever before we were born and they totally ruined it. And it was like every major party, like the liberals and the conservatives have had so many chances and have ruined it every time. Yeah, like, like you, and they always bring up the economy, and it's like, do you want to talk about what Harper fucking did to the economy? Like, eat yeah. my whole ass. Yeah, uh, it's not an excuse being like they had one chance and they blew it, and it's like, no, like the group, the uh, liberals, like in Jean Chrétien, got in so much trouble for like what, like money laundering or something. Yeah, and like the conservatives are gross pieces of shit who try to like restrict abortion and decide that they're like Harper just decided he was like a king. Yeah. Um, like, Fuck the Liberal Party that's about to be replaced by the NDP bought a goddamn pipeline for way more than they should have paid for it also. And when everyone opposed it, also got elected based on the fact that they said they were going to have electoral reform, sent out a super confusing, well, it was also the NDP, sent out a super confusing list about that. Was that for Canada or was that just for BC? Now I've We had confusing. two referendums. Yeah. Did we have two referendums or did we just have... No, the the liberals were like essentially we can't nobody can agree on a, a process for it, so we're just not gonna do it. Also, what if Nazis? Have you thought about that? And then, and then we had our provincial yeah the provincial referendum, one. and they just didn't do a didn't do a good enough job explaining that maybe you could look up this information on your own. Mm-hmm. I'm still so mad about that. Everybody just being like, well, they didn't tell me exactly what they meant in a way that I could understand it, so I decided not to vote for it. And it's like, please. Use your goddamn brain yeah. and go look at what it means. People are linking to videos explaining how it goes. People are explaining it to you because they really want this to happen because it would be good for BC and Canada as a whole. And you were still like, mm, no, I just want them to say it to me. Yeah. I want them to say it to me in a way that I understand. Oh, I'm so bad. I know. I'm like, I even have some friends that internalize the logic about Nazis. Like, what if Nazis? And we're like, I'm just afraid of proportional representation now. And it's like, you dumb asshole. Why are you doing this? One of we our- had a Nazi for 10 years. Yeah, it's one of our major political parties is made up very largely of Nazis. Yeah. Like, and they keep fucking winning shit. So have you considered that's already a problem? Yeah, because you don't have to have all that many Nazis to get the Nazi party in if you have uh what the hell is it called? First past the post. Yeah. Like, let's just edit this part and put this up for yeah. this week. <laughs> Yelling at everyone about politics. <laughs> it's a good thing electoral politics don't fucking do anything. Electric politics. Electric politics. The electric boogaloo. Next time, guys, I swear I'm going to run for PM. Mm. My, <laughs> my platform will be men suck. Uh, naps after lunch, and universal basic income. And that's all I'm going to say every time someone asks me a question. Yeah. Think about this, though. Men suck. <laughs> naps after work. Universal basic income. Turfs go to hell. Turfs go to hell. <laughs> Turfs go straight to hell. You dig your own hole to hell. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not a mean prime minister. You can help each other dig. You don't need to have to have your own hole. Yeah. Just as long as it goes all the way to hell. Oh God, I just keep thinking of the of the referendum. Like, how dare you? How dare you all? I can't believe I phone banked for that shit. I hate using the phone. And I voluntarily called people because I really believed we had a goddamn chance. 
I really believed like if enough people just had someone say, hey, this is good, actually. Maybe you should look into it. Well, and the amount, like, I was sharing stuff on Facebook, which I'm never on Facebook, but I'm like, here's a really helpful guide for anyone who's like, I don't quite understand this. And I was being super nice about it. I wasn't being like I am now, being like, you you idiots. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to reach my aunt. She's not going to change her mind. She's going to be like, no, things were good the way before. And she made some comment about like, well, the young people just don't vote. And I'm like, everyone I know my age or younger voted. It's because people were going... Well, I don't understand. Yeah. So I'm going to vote no. And it's like, if you don't understand, don't vote. Like, educate yourself before you vote. Yeah, that's the other thing is, like, you had to go so far out of your way to vote in that referendum that, first of all, like, that's bullshit. That's garbage. Yeah. But also, like, why? If you weren't sure, why would you go out of your way to fill out this ballot and then put it in the mail when you could have just not done that thing? Yeah. Livid. I was so excited to maybe have a bit of, you know, more fairness slash justice in our elec- in our election. Yeah. Elections, but nope. Anyway, vote NDP is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping for the best. We know they're not perfect, but they're better than our other options. And I, also, there are four options in Canadian politics. Can we all please just start voting as if there are four options? Yeah. I know nobody wants conservatives to win. And sometimes you have to... Pick your battles. There are five options now. We're treating that fucking Bernier party like it's a real thing. The hell is a Bernier party? The, um... Oh, Flyer? Uh, People's Party. Oh. People's Party are the Nazis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anywhere where there's Just a... Just vote NDP. Yeah. Just do it. Just vote NDP. I know we've got a really big follower base. If we can convince 11 people in Canada to vote NDP... if all of our twitter followers vote ndp (laughs) we're gonna start campaigning for ndp on our twitter a whole bunch of ndp followers (laughs) i don't know guys i just really want to live in a place that cares i don't know if that's possible but i feel like our best chance is ndp well on that depressing note should we say bye i guess we should Bye. bye This episode of I Forgot is brought to you by Citizens Against Letting Andrew Shear Bite You. You know he's going to try. What else did we talk about this episode? We just got really mad about the election for the last like 20 minutes. This episode of the I Forgot podcast is brought to you by that cool robot I got delivered in the mail. I didn't order it, but I like it.